Just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Tuesday, March 7th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Punick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here. As Colin's trying to make me laugh over there. Nah, Nick's making us laugh. I almost cracked under pressure. Was, Nick's making us laugh. Cause I know, but I almost cracked under pressure over there. It was tough to see my I was like, what is going on in my through. peripheral vision over here? And it I almost Nick, cracked. what, five, six tries just to see yeah, how did. to get his entire... I'm looking really through Gerald's yeah. microphone to see my camera, so I'm like, do I need to be here or here yeah, with we're my camera? Yeah, we're telling him tilt up, tilt back down, no, nope, too far down, back up. We got it, though. We did, so, right at the last second. It's all good. All good in the hood. Yeah. All good in Matt Mahood. <laughs> we'll be seeing him tomorrow night. We will. He'll take center stage against Hedgesville. Uh, we'll have that broadcast for you. Because he does jump ball. That's true. You're right. Uh, we'll have that broadcast. Or singer. <laughs> that we know of. Yeah. Yeah. He might be like Troy Bolton. Ooh. Takes oh. center stage Hood. and center cut. Are you court. in the spring music cow? <laughs> All right, uh, we'll have that game for you tomorrow night. 6.30 p.m. will be pregame show, 7 p.m. tip-off. It will be on TV10 and WRNR-TV on YouTube only, not on the radio. Mountaineers, uh, first-round action in the Big 12 tournament will take on the radio. Uh, but uh, thanks to uh, Angela Horner Remax, First Realty, the Mansion Freddy Law Firm, and the Marius Group for being the title sponsors for tomorrow's game and helping us get the game on air with the regional broadcasting fees. I said yesterday we we're going to figure things out after the show, and that we did. Shout out to those three businesses. Yeah, it's tough, especially with uh, the SSAC bumping up the uh, region championship broadcast fees this year. So we know uh, for the girls regional that we were unable to do tv it was just youtube only and then radio and now this time around we get to do tv as well as youtube but not radio because of wvu basketball so that people can tune into that but it's great that uh these local businesses uh help out another local business so we can give back to the community as a whole yes any thoughts Nick? well i think colin summed it up pretty perfectly. he really did so i don't have much else to add but just thank you to them and uh Looking forward to these games, and hopefully we get some good ones. All right, a lot or to a talk one. about. A lot to talk about today on the girls' side. The Quad A State tournament began this morning. One final so far. Uh, Spring Valley beat Woodrow Wilson fifty-nine to fifteen. Can you guys remind me of those seeds? Three and six. Three and six. So nobody will play those teams if they win in this in the second round. Correct. Correct. Okay. Again, these. This afternoon, five or this evening, five thirty. Washington will take on Wheeling Park. That's the eight versus the one. We'll get into that right now. It's going to be a tough uphill battle for Washington, uh, but Washington has been a scrappy team all season long. Yeah, uh, they definitely have a challenge going up against uh, you know a, a top ranked Wheeling Park team. Uh, for Washington, they've proven to be competitive and, and have some 
fight. Uh, they definitely have a talented roster, but they are still very young, and this is their first trip to Charleston with this group. So uh, I think for this team, you know, it's really about picking up this experience, um, win or lose. You know, you have a lot to build on moving forward at Washington in the girls' basketball program because they clearly have a lot of talent, and they're young. You know, only a Toby is the only senior on this team so uh she will obviously get you know have a lot of great memories i'm sure from this this run that washington's on but in terms of the matchup wheeling park you know number one for a reason very tough team uh you'd be pretty surprised if washington pulled this one off but um you're hopeful that they can go up and have a good showing and at least get that experience uh so they can bring that back to the epac and then next year they should continue to be one of the more formidable teams uh, around the area and continue to get better because they have a lot coming back for next season as well so you know, go out there you know and represent the area well but it is going to be you know a very tough matchup yeah i'm excited to see how they compete because they've been competitive in all their games for the most part uh throughout the season and being the eighth seed you just got to go out there and play with nothing to lose the pressure isn't on you and if they go in with that mentality they might be uh pretty competitive team in this one and be able to hopefully pull off an upset that'd be great to see but if they want to do that you really got to rely on Rivera and Adams to probably have a game of uh 20 plus points each right which is going to be interesting because I mean you look at both of them average under 15 points a game to 14.2 points per game for uh, sophomore Lexi Adams also sophomore Mary Rivera scores in double figures, 11.6 points a game. Uh, but, I mean, they won seven of their last ten contests to, to finish out the regular season. I think that's going to be huge in this contest, in this Patriots versus Patriots matchup. Uh, would not want to be broadcasting that game. Just call them by their school. I know, but I liked, I, I do. I mix and match. It's going to be no, hard for me. I just, I guess I'd say uh, Washington and Park. Yep. Can't even call them Dub High because they're both W schools too. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't envy who's ever on the broadcast today uh, with trying to pronounce, trying to say their names and stuff. Because you know, we we say Patriots, we say Washington. You know, we say Hedges, we say Eagles. Where Dave Johnson on earlier? What? I don't know if he's Dave Wilson or Dave Wilson, Wilson Johnson. I'd, yeah, that'd be Thank quite you. the get if they got Dave. Johnson. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it's in the net. It's there. It's there. It's there. Mary um, Rivera. All right, other game this evening will be at 9 p.m. Uh, as Spring Mills, the number five seed at 20 and 0, takes on number four, 18 and six, Cabell Midland. It's going to be a late night, uh, but uh, it should be that should be a good game. Yeah, it's a tough start time there, 9 p.m. Uh, but you know, you heard Coach Gosk. Coach Gosk right, said he liked later. the 9 p.m. start time. Well, I guess you you prefer it over the early start time. I would presume yeah. get a nap in. Yeah, so. There could be some benefits to it, I suppose. You get all day to kind of get your body right and everything. Um, so there are some benefits. Uh, it's definitely, you know, a good matchup. You know, five versus four, a very talented Cabell Midland team. Looked into them yesterday. Uh, have some good, you know, players. They match up pretty well. They don't have uh, any, like, elite size or anything that uh, Spring Mills would match up poorly against. They don't have, like, a, a 6'4", 6'5", girl or anything crazy like that. Uh, so that's good. I think the two teams match up really well um, on paper, and I think it should be a good game. I think Spring Mills will pull it off. Uh, they'll get the first-round win. Um, 
I think they're slightly better, but also, like we've said before, uh, we haven't really seen Spring Mills against the top-level competition in the state. The best team they played was Bridgeport uh, in terms of in-state competition, uh, and Bridgeport is not at the tournament, I don't believe. so. Correct. Yeah, they were just outside the top 10 when uh, the AP poll was pretty late in the season. Um, so they were a solid team, but definitely not you know top level. And I think Spring Mills held them though to like 22 points, so it wasn't a super competitive game. So they really haven't been in that situation this year, which I think is also a concern. Uh, when you haven't played close games, how do you respond down the stretch when the game is close? And you know, we'll see. I'm sure Spring Mills has had those, you know, off season tournaments or off season, um, you know, summer league games and stuff that hopefully were close and competitive for them. But uh, in terms of in the regular season, you know, you haven't had a close game. And this is four versus five. It's supposed to be the closest matchup. So looking forward to it. I think Spring Mills can get this win, but it's definitely a, a tough team in Cabell Midland. All right. Uh, before we hit the break, I got a rant to go on. It's the state freaking tournament. You have to pay $12 to watch this on NFHS. Why can't they sponsor the heck out of it, which they already do, and put it for free on YouTube? Because the NFHS and the SSAC are buddy-buddy. I just don't get it. It's just how they want it to be. They want subscribers. They want to make extra money, unfortunately. The only way we get to now not even watch tune in uh to all the games except for the state championships is a i think the state championship might be free i think so i think they typically televise or stream those uh on the website but i don't know it's just kind of ridiculous to me it is and it'd be awesome for us to get to go down but we don't have that opportunity either yeah which is ridiculous as well Uh, But there's nothing we can do about that. That'll do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix. So we get ready to end this first segment. Brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, uh, we'll talk uh, some NFL Combine stuff we didn't get to yesterday. Uh, One thing that's not in there, which I want to talk about, is how much Bryce Ford Wheaton stock went up with the Combine as well. Uh, we'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. Wish we'd known. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. 
WV Medicine is pleased to announce the relocation of our Berkeley Medical Center outpatient rehabilitation services to 1002 Tavern Road. This move gives Martinsburg Physical Therapy and Rehabilitation more room, more convenient parking, and a covered drive-up drop-off area. WV Medicine will continue to offer physical, occupational, and speech therapies for both adult and pediatric patients, as well as specialized services. For more info on this new location and services provided there, call 304-264-1214. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. Uh, we'll talk about the NFL Combine. Didn't get a lot to talk about that yesterday. We talked about Tyson Bajan's performance. Excuse me there. Hopefully we'll have him on our show here by the end of the week or early next week as he's back in the Martinsburg area. Uh, but uh, let's talk Combine. Some uh, projected first-round picks here. Uh, projected first-round pick for uh, Bryce Young. Uh, are you concerned about him being 5'10", 204 pounds? Well, I think... When you look at a quarterback traditionally, and I think we have moved on from the, you have to be six foot four and two hundred thirty pounds, and you know have the big arm and everything like that to be a successful quarterback in the NFL. Because we've seen multiple guys that are not your ideal size uh, have success. Drew Brees was really one of the guys that I think set the tone for that. It only Russell being, Wilson. Yeah, well, Breeze was before Wilson, yeah. obviously six foot one. Wilson being under six foot, I believe. Kyler Murray. Um, so you don't have to necessarily be, you know, super tall to be a great quarterback. But I do get a little bit concerned when you know he's only two hundred four pounds, because um, we've seen how often Kyler Murray's been injured, and. I like Bryce Young quite a bit. I think he has a lot of good uh, stuff that you look for in a quarterback. He can move outside the pocket, extends plays really well. But that's in college. You know, when you get to the NFL, and especially when you're not playing on one of the best teams, probably in the league, you're going to be playing on one of the worst teams in the league where your offensive line's not nearly as good as Alabama's would be. Your receivers aren't going to be nearly as good as Alabama's would be comparatively. Um, it's it's tougher. So I think overall, if you're sitting there and we'll get into quarterbacks in terms of who we would take in what order, um, I would take Bryce Young high, but I don't think I'd take him first overall. And that's just kind of my opinion based on some of the concerns I have with his size. I disagree. I'm not too concerned about his size. I know that people are because of the fact that he's – in some people's minds, undersized, and we know sometimes undersized quarterbacks tend to get injured because the guys they're being tackled by are 50-plus pounds larger than them. But we know he's athletic. He's 
I still put him as the best quarterback in this draft class. He's a star. He can make plays with his feet, and ultimately that's what I think it comes down to to be why you don't have to be worried about him as long as he's thinking when he's using his feet and knows to go down and slide when necessary and not taking unnecessary hits, he's fine. That's the thing. He's not really a a runner necessarily. He's more of a mobile in the pocket quarterback. Uh, he's not Lamar Jackson where he's going to run, you know, four 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 three speed potentially. Uh, Lamar never ran the combine or ran the forty, so we don't know what it, exactly his speed is. But you know, he's more of a a mobile in the pocket guy, so more like Pat Mahomes. Uh, and Bryce Young didn't run or participate in the combine, so I don't know uh, why he chose to do that. I'm guessing he's saving that all for his pro day, but that's kind of interesting too. I think it is. I mean, I still think, excuse me, Bryce Young is going to go number two to the Texans. Maybe he can go number one to the Colts. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Colts. They trade up for the Bears pick. I think you see somebody is. CJ Stroud to the Colts. They could wait for him, yeah. If they think somebody else is going to take number one. But somebody's taking number one, and I, I still think, in my mind, taking Bryce Young. We talked a little bit about Anthony Richardson. Where do we think he goes? See the number three quarterback prospect in this draft right now. So I like Richardson a lot, um, but he's all upside and all potential, which is a risk. I think the ceiling is super high with Anthony Richardson, but the production isn't there in college. People have compared him to Cam Newton. He's faster than Cam Newton, but I see the similarities in terms of being, you know, a big quarterback that can run and has a big arm. Um, but the thing is, Cam Newton in college dominated. Anthony Richardson didn't. So that's concerning, I think. Yeah. Um, I like his upside, and I'm kind of like 50-50 on where I would take him. I think for the right fit, he could be something in two or three years down the line, be the best quarterback in this draft, or turn out to be nothing. I think it's it's that's the risk with Anthony Richardson, I think. So... If you get a team that already kind of has a quarterback established or at least a guy that you can bridge and Richardson doesn't have to come in and be a star right away, you know he might be your number one or number two quarterback in this draft. Stroud's number one, Bryce Young's number two for me, and then number three is uh, Richardson. But um, that's a pure potential pick when you're when you're taking him and it's a risk but if he goes to the right place where he can sit for a year maybe he turns into the next great quarterback and i think the potential is there for him to be the best in the draft but he's definitely a project yeah i would tend to agree with you on that and uh where do we land with the top five here i mean you kind of kind of went through yours uh where do we think Hendon hooker winds up you know with the injury uh still in the process of recovering obviously how far do we think he falls I think he's probably a second or third round pick anyway, so I don't have too much concerns about Hooker uh, with his injury. Um, the other guy that I think is interesting is Will Levis. I know Colin likes Levis quite a bit. Uh, big arm, SEC quarterback, but kind of similar to, I guess, Sam Howe in some ways in terms of he had a lot of hype heading into this season, but he didn't really produce, but he was also on a bad team. So it's like or just kind of a mediocre team, I guess, is Kentucky. Um, So it's tough to really judge Will Levis, but I think when you look at a lot of the physical attributes, they're there, and and he has the production more than Richardson does. 
So he could end up being the third quarterback off the board. It just really depends on the situation, what team is looking at him. But um, Levis is definitely interesting, and I, I like him a little bit, but I think he also has a turnover issue where he could be the next Sam Darnold, who I never understood the hype with Darnold because people just loved the way he, he looked when he threw the ball and everything, but he threw it to the wrong team too much or he fumbled too much. So that's kind of the concern with Levis. He has quite a bit of turnovers on his resume. But then again, he was also playing in the SEC on okay. Kentucky, a team that yeah. you just agreed with is not a SEC power. You put him in Stetson Bennett's shoes at Georgia, put him in Alabama. Well, Levis might go out and win the Heisman if that was the case this past year. The dude, you look at him in the combine, he's a freak of nature it looked like out there. He looked solid. His arm strength was there. And I feel like for teams, that's the things that they're looking at and not always the mobility or a six foot four guy like Richardson that can tower over the line and be a Cam Newton. Yes, Cam Newton went out, got to a Super Bowl. One MVP. One MVP. Is Richardson that, though? And you kind of slighted towards the side of, I don't know, because his production wasn't there in college. And other than this year, I mean, it was pretty solid numbers for Levis. So I'd put him at three, in my mind, behind Young and Stroud. And then I, I still think Richardson's top five, but because of the lack of production, unless a team thinks that he's the better build for their style before he goes as the third quarterback drafted, it, it all depends on the teams. Yeah. And you look at it right now in terms of how the draft lines up. I mean, the Raiders, it seems like they're going to get Jimmy Garoppolo. That seems to be the rumor. Um, so you might X them off come draft time in terms of who's getting a quarterback. But we know, obviously, Houston needs a quarterback. They're probably not going to get one in free agency. They want to go there. Um, so then the other teams would be like Washington needs a quarterback, but they don't pick high enough. Um, the I mean, Panthers. They have picked a quarterback at 16 before. Right. Yeah, but right. I'm saying for the this year's draft, there's no, so I many guys. I think there's a chance, you know, this is not just me being a Washington fan and me, you know, liking what Tyson Bajan can do on the field. I think there's a shot he goes to Washington late rounds. Possibly, but I think if, if they're drafting a quarterback, I think they need to get one early, too. Are they drafting a quarterback to compete with Hal for the starting job? Are they drafting a quarterback to try and groom him and let him start as the backup? If you want him to truly compete with Hal, just to stay on the Washington. You get a veteran. They're clearly not going that route. Well, but you trade up to try to fight. Then he's your you trade starter. up to try to fight for one of the guys that we're talking about here in the top five, or you wait for a guy like Stenson Bennett, Hendon Hooker, Max Duggan if he continues to fall. You wait for Tyson Bajan. These guys have still solid upsides. There's 15 quarterbacks in the draft. Yeah, but none of them are going to probably turn out to be much after the first two rounds usually maybe maybe you get guys in the third or fourth that turn into the stars i mean wilson obviously did that but like that's you're you're drafting the same guy that you drafted last year if you get a guy in the fourth fifth round yes 
and you already have that on your team in Sam Howe, and it's like there's potential. Maybe they turn into something, but more likely they won't be more than a backup. So I think for Washington, they're just they just seem to be kind of out of it. And then uh, in terms of what direction they're taking the franchise, and then there's several other teams. So it's definitely going to be an interesting draft, and obviously I think free agency has to happen first for us to have a better idea of who's going to take a quarterback. Uh, but then there's also the situation where you never know who's eyeing a quarterback too, because uh, every once in a while there'll be a team like I think the Titans could obviously eye, eye up a quarterback. Uh, Denver's probably playing, paying Russell Wilson too much to do it this year, but maybe down the line they would, or even late in the draft they could. So I mean, there's teams that are in a situation where they have a veteran but they haven't really gotten over the hump do they take a quarterback do the cowboys do that i know jerry jones is saying no but they haven't really gotten over the hump and it's clear that dak prescott can't carry them to a championship so do they make a move if a guy falls to them and i think that's all very interesting but free agency will have to happen before we really have a great idea of who's going to go where or at least who we think needs a quarterback in the top picks but i mean I'm on the top 10 right now. Houston obviously needs a quarterback. Um, Oak or Las Vegas needs a quarterback as of right now. Uh, the Panthers need a quarterback. So, I mean, there's three teams right there that are going to probably take one. The Colts. If the draft was today. Yes, Indianapolis needs a quarterback. Yeah. So. I mean, there's a, I feel like there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks here, but we'll obviously talk over, what, the coming six, seven, eight weeks. End of April. So we got about, what, a month and a half? We'll be more talk about the NFL draft, but that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by our seniors home store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding outdoor living. The family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Go to Orsinis.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll continue talking to NFL, this time about quarterbacks uh, that are in the league right now. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the two. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with... Ex- the Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller. Boulevard in Martinsburg. And the 
streak continues. CMA's Martinsburg dealerships continue to knock out the competition with their competitive pricing, extensive selection, and lifetime powertrain warranty. With over 450 new and used vehicles in stock and on the way, CMA won't leave you waiting on the bench. That's right. CMA's Martinsburg dealerships are once again the most valuable dealers in the area. For the strongest and deepest lineups, visit CMA's Martinsburg dealerships online at martinsburg.cmacars.com today. And good luck to all Panhandle High School student-athletes. Shenandoah Community Health continues to offer COVID vaccinations and clinics each Saturday throughout the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. The COVID vaccinations and boosters are free to anybody age 12 and up. To find out more, call 304-263-4999 or visit Shenandoah Community Health's website. Get your COVID vaccination or booster free to anybody age 12 and up at any of the Saturday clinics hosted by Shenandoah Community Health in the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. Call 304-263-4999 today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us here. Let's continue to talk NFL. Uh, this time, quarterbacks currently in the NFL. A lot of things going on today, uh, but today at 3.30 is the time, the deadline to tag quarter or to tag all football players in the NFL right now. Uh, but uh, we'll uh, talk first about a quarterback uh, that received a contract extension uh, pretty late last night here on the East Coast. Uh, he's on the West Coast, though, and that being uh, in Seattle, where Geno Smith got an extension from the Seattle Seahawks, uh, the former West Virginia quarterback, and uh, giving him another shot. And I believe he, this one year, I saw a graphic earlier, he's making $52 million this next season. He's made $17 million in career, his career earnings up to that. It's what crazy. happens when you have a good season? Uh, you get paid, and great for him, obviously. WVU fan, solid Geno Smith Fanny 100% saved his career this year for what he did for Seattle to get him to where they were this year. And I think he can continue to do so. I know there's still some doubts in some people's minds of what Geno Smith is capable of doing, but he's in a great situation. The weapons around him are solid, and that always helps. And Seattle just needs to get back to a solid defense. That's something that I think... uh, and really missing for them to be a difference maker of a contender in the NFC is that they don't have a defense like the Legion of Boom anymore. It's definitely, I think, a risk for the Seahawks because of Geno Smith's uh, overall history. But when you look at the Seahawks roster and the way it's constructed, at least on offense, there's so much talent there that it makes sense that Geno can continue to be a stable quarterback for the Seahawks. Is he going to win them a Super Bowl? Probably not. But with Metcalf and Lockett out, out there at receiver, uh, the young Kenneth Walker at running back, that's a good core to build around. But I just think for a guy that's had one good season, for him to already get $35 million a year is a risk. Uh, but it is only a three-year deal. So they're not – you know, committed to this super long term. If it doesn't work out, uh, then you move on. If it does work out, then you got Geno Smith for a really good deal. So yeah, 
I think that's uh, kind of two ways to look at it for the Seahawks. They couldn't really just let him walk because you knew somebody would pay him. But was it worth the risk? I don't know because he's only had one good year in his career. And I know some people think he doesn't get a fair opportunity. I mean, he started as the Jets quarterback. And I know the Jets are terrible, but he got like two years there as the starter and he just didn't do anything. And he was on multiple teams and, and nobody saw enough in him to start. But maybe it was just Pete Carroll brought the best out of him and he is in a good offense and a good situation. But we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, let's move on now. Uh, the Packers and the and Rodgers are in talks with the Jets right now. Conversations are happening uh, with the move. We saw Derek Carr go to the Saints, and Derek Carr was a target for the Jets, so now they move on, and potentially we could see Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform following Brett Favre and what he did in his career. Except for not retiring, coming back. <laughs> yeah, um, this would be interesting, but I just don't know if the Jets – if Rodgers would want to go there. I, I think they have some good young talent with the Jets roster, but that's the thing. Like That's kind of what Green Bay has in terms of their receiving core. They're all very young. So we'll see on that, but I don't know. I think Rodgers, it doesn't seem like he has a whole lot of options, and it doesn't seem like the Jets have a whole lot of options. Uh, I don't see a so team that we'll he see. can land on that is a better team than what the Packers have. I think every right. move that he can make right now is a lateral move. The Packers m- have control right now. They hope just him is the difference maker, which where he is in his career, unfortunately for Rodgers, I, I don't think he's a difference maker to make a team a championship team or not. I know, yes, other than this year, you had back-to-back MVP seasons, but he still didn't win Super Bowls. Yeah, I, I still think he can play, though. And I think if you're a team that needs a quarterback, he would be high on your list. But it doesn't appear to be that way. Like I said, it seems like the Raiders are going to get Garoppolo. He's on the list, but the teams that are looking it's at him really are not. all lateral moves. It's, I don't, to it's me, really I mean, not, though. It seems like, to me, that the only team that has shown a ton of interest in Rodgers is the Jets yeah. him going back to Green Bay. And for Green Bay, they, I kinda, think the they interest... keep saying that Jordan Love is their answer, that he can – be their guy they used a first round pick on him so eventually they're gonna have to move on here and uh would the jets be an upgrade for rogers probably not but would rogers be an upgrade for the jets yeah definitely uh now you know the other teams though just aren't interested you know the raiders aren't interested i thought it's that made the sense, fan interest there we what we've seen is the fan hype around it and getting you know getting back with his former receiver yeah, there's I, really been no actual interest there from what we've seen. It's all fan-built yeah. interest. I mean, you want to go with a young quarterback. That's what it comes down to with all the other teams. But I the Raiders like. are going with Garoppolo, it sounds like. That's been the rumor. It's like Garoppolo is going to end up with the Raiders. Because How much he's coaching he? New England. Not that much younger. Roger. Like maybe yeah. 10 years. That's still... Yeah, ten years in but the league. It, Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt every year, so it's like, would you rather have the old guy that can at least be out on the field, or Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not going to get? I mean, you he anything? doesn't win in either division, but Garoppolo gets you to the Super Bowl. He's lost, but he's gone there. He's won no, a Super Bowl. I'm If Rodgers goes to the Raiders or to the Jets, he doesn't win either division. Yeah. All right. Franchise tag deadline is today at three thirty. 
He might be able to win the East. The Bills have a down year. <laughs> Who knows? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but franchise tag deadline is today at 3.30. Um, on, not very many franchise tags have been given out. I believe just three have been given out. Uh, yesterday there were two. The Cowboys franchise tag Tony Pollard. The Jaguars franchise tag tight end Evan Ingram. And last week the Commanders franchise tag The Raiders franchise uh, Josh Jacobs. That's night. true. Yep. You're right. To make that uh, four so far. Deron Payne also franchise tagged by the Commanders. Uh, but one player that could get franchise tagged up until 3.30 this afternoon is Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Yesterday on the Bernie Kosar show, uh, executive vice president for the Ravens, Ozzie Newsom, was quoted as saying to, this is yesterday. Today and up to 3.30 tomorrow, a lot of energy will be utilized in trying to get a deal done. If not, we'll put the franchise tag on them. Uh, but this comes to the point where there's different kinds of franchise tags, Nick. Yeah, you there's can two do different the ones. exclusive rights franchise tag, which is the one that you typically see, which is just, okay, this guy's under contract with this team for one year. Or the non-exclusive rights franchise tag, which is kind of like a restricted free agent. Uh, teams can offer him contracts, um, and he can negotiate with other teams. The Ravens have the opportunity then to either match the contract, or if they decide to let him go, they get two first-round picks for it. So, in my opinion, it's tough. And the money is about, what, $15 million difference, I believe. It's like 46 if they were to franchise tag him with the exclusive rights and $32 million for the non-exclusive uh, but that's presuming that Lamar doesn't sit out. 45 too. and 32.416. Right. And, and we know that if he were to get the non-exclusive, a team like the Jets is going to offer him you know, something ridiculous yeah. to screw up Baltimore and also to try to get him in New York. Um, so I think they're going to do the exclusive franchise tag. If for some reason they can't get a deal done by the start of training camp, and it just looks like Lamar wants out. Maybe they trade him then, but I, I think he'll be in Baltimore on a long-term deal. Uh, but it does seem like the Ravens are kind of stuck in this old mindset of thinking that, hey, we've won with really bad quarterbacks over our entire history. Uh, we've won with Kyle Bowler. We've won with Trent Dilfer. We can win with, with our defense. And I just don't think that's the case anymore. Uh and I didn't say Joe Flacco because he was elite. But um, they've won with, you know, bad quarterbacks. Yeah. So I think they're, that's their mindset, but I don't know if it's true. And, and that might be a problem with the Ravens as an organization right now is they're kind of still living like it's the mid-2000s when this is the 2020s. <laughs> I, I, I think you have to put the exclusive on him. If you put the non-exclusive, he he's gone because yes, a team like the Jets are paying him probably fifty million a year, and you can't match that. Or you could, but I don't think Baltimore will. Yeah, and then you get two first-round picks from the Jets. You go, hopefully, if it's this year's, pick a quarterback. But no, you got to stick with Lamar. And then it comes down to this year. Do they get a deal after this year and? I don't even know if they do that. Right. And like I said, I think you need a deal probably with Lamar before the start of the regular season this year would be ideal um, for both sides. Uh, I mean, but they've been negotiating for 25 months now. So yeah, it's been a long process. Remember, um, he doesn't have an agent. so And it's tough because, I mean, 
I understand why the Ravens are cautious here. One, it's a lot of money to commit to anybody. And two, he's been hit hurt the last two years at the end of the season. And, and a big reason why you haven't done anything. But, like, the one thing they needed probably was Lamar Jackson and they beat the Bengals. And then you yeah. never know what happens. Because they should have won that game. They were at the one-yard line and they fumbled. So, I mean, they yeah. could have beat the Bengals with Tyler Huntley. So, like, you throw Lamar Jackson in on this roster they with win. all the talent they have, they probably win the game, or at least on paper they do. So, you're right there in the AFC, and if you let Lamar Jackson walk, you go from right there in the AFC to maybe not even right there in your division, because Pittsburgh's going to be better. And that's Kenny Pickett's right the there. Most. How did this season not show them that they need Lamar? You saw every single week Lamar was out the stat on the offensive production and the scoring that the offense had with Lamar in compared to with Lamar out. It was a two-touchdown difference or two-score difference. Yeah. How, I, how does that not sell you that you need to get a deal The done? concern is, and, and this is my concern as well, it's not that we, as a Ravens, fan base or even as a Ravens as the Ravens it's not that they necessarily don't think that they need Lamar I think that's pretty obvious the question is will Lamar be available for them to use him in the situations when they need him because the last two years he's been hurt and, and your best ability is your availability and if so he's not out there then he's get a worthless. better get a better backup you can't just get a better backup. There's only so many good quarterbacks in the NFL. There's like 10 good ones, and the rest of them are mediocre to bad. So you're not just going to find some great backup so to come Baker in. Mayfield, right? Be a good backup, Right, but a that's the thing. Is Baker going to beat the Bengals? Is Baker going to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs? No. So you need Lamar, and I agree. I, I think they should probably give the money and take the risk. But that's the risk that they're taking, and that's kind of how they feel right now. Do you, do you sign Lamar and, and potentially draft somebody? I don't know. I mean, they're going to need an upgraded backup quarterback in, in, either way. Probably not draft anybody in the first round. Because, no. I mean, that'd be pretty stupid to give a guy that much money and then have another quarterback right there, especially when Lamar's only like 25 or 26. All right, we'll it's figure it out tomorrow. Though. We'll t- we'll talk about what happens on the show tomorrow. But uh, seeing it, saw an interesting thing earlier, and just got an ESPN notification about it, where Stephen A. Smith was talking about it. Uh, what happened last year uh, to a player that retired that everybody knows? One of the greatest of all times. What did he do? The greatest of all time. Decided to come back. What is he apparently thinking about now and going to a certain team in Miami, Florida? Uh, apparently, he's thinking about coming back once again. Tom Brady. What do we think quickly here? Uh, I'm not surprised. Nope, not at all. I know when he was on the herd with Colin Coward, uh, he had kind of hinted that he might still come back. Like, Colin had asked him something, and he had kind of said that, like, he liked having the door open or or something like that. So, um, it's not super surprising. And the question is, though, where does he go? Miami. Is Miami Tua going to be healthy? Be, Miami would be obviously a good place. I think the 49ers could make some sense if they don't know what their status is of their quarterback with Bryce or Brock Purdy. I was calling him Bryce Petty. Uh, Brock Purdy being injured, and, and obviously they don't know what Trey Lance is. That's a perfect situation. It's your hometown. It would make a lot of sense. I said earlier off the air, Tom Brady wants to be 
the record holder of every record imaginable that a quarterback currently holds. So he wants to have more retirements than unretirements than Brett Favre. So that'd be he'd have to do it again then, because mm-hmm. Brett Favre did it twice. Exactly. He doesn't want to just tie him. He wants to beat him. He needs to play until he's fifty. Tom Brady's a winner. What else does he have to do? I mean, that's come true. back and keep playing. All right, he's gonna sit on his couch and watch the games on TV. No, sit in the get booth. Brady out on the field. Forty-six <laughs> years old, 47, 48, 49, 50. Play forever. All right, Why not? that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap things up. The Capitals were in action last night. The Wizards are in action tonight. Plus, World Baseball Classic beginning here soon. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Catch the excitement of high school basketball on talk radio, WRNR, and TV 10, featuring the Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference. Barclay's got the steal all by himself. He'll go up for the two-handed slam dunk. All six EPAC schools' regular season and postseason live here. Now for the Clark from three, and that's through. The Clay Clark nails it. Time to start the fourth quarter for Musselman. Slick now driving oh, the right God. side, and it is rejected. Your home for local sports is right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Stop by 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg or call 304-263-4343. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us here for this final segment of this Tuesday, March 7th edition of the Sports Mix. As we get into this final segment here, the Capitals in action. Final game on the West Coast last night. They would fall 4-2. to two. Ovechkin, though, would add another goal. That's three goals in two games for him. And All about Ovechkin and his goals. Hey. Yeah, he's chasing the record. He's, he's at 8-16. Well, I guess they're not going to win anything this year, right? Exactly. 
I uh, just saw this stat. Let me pull it up here. Uh, this is a tweet from Caps PR last night. Ovechkin's goal marks the first career goal against Phoenix Copley, who used to be a Caps goaltender. Uh, the 169th different goaltender Alex Ovechkin has scored on in his career. Only Yadimir Yager has scored on 178, and Patrick Marlowe scored on 178. Those are the only two players that have scored on more goaltenders in their career. I still think he's the greatest goal scorer ever already. Yeah. You said Phoenix. I thought it was going to be the – I thought they were the Coyotes. No, Phoenix Copley is yeah, his yeah. name. He I, used to I, play I for the Caps. So. It, it was a dumb joke. Arizona. Uh, that's a whole different thing. If we if we had the time to talk about what Arizona is doing and their, their – whatever, have you seen that? No. They're, they traded for players, and they have players on their salary that aren't ever going to play an NHL game again because they have so much salary cap. Because their crazy. team is all on rookie contracts. Uh, the Caps return to action Thursday night at home against the Devils. That's a 7 p.m. puck drop, 6.45 pregame. We'll have that for you right here on Talker to WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. Wizards back in action tonight, guys. Uh, they take on the Pistons. That's a 7 p.m. start time. Uh, we'll have that game for you right here with the 6.45 pregame. Wizards have a good chance to win against a 15-team or 15-win Pistons team. They do, yeah, but I mean, the Wizards are—they're in the play-in right now. They obviously need to win this game if they want to do anything this year. Uh, but they've kind of struggled to be consistent. They've had now back-to-back losses, so you definitely need this one against a, a struggling Detroit team. Yeah, it's going to be tough. They're still at the tenth seed, but the Wizards are just so inconsistent that you never know what to expect with them, unfortunately. It's a weird thing because they have three guys over averaging over 20 points, but they still are bad. I mean, defense is just not there. Unless and it Unsell hasn't Jr. been there for years. I mean, Unsell Jr. was supposed to bring the defense, and he just hasn't. So, I don't know. We'll see how the Wizards perform from here on out. And obviously, you know, Kuzma might leave the team, even though they said that they're going to get something done long term, but he's really your future. And then Porzingis and Beal can't seem to stay on the court. So, I mean, it's a weird situation with the Wizards. World Baseball Classic begins tonight, guys, uh, apparently at 11 p.m. Yeah. Where is it being held? Uh, this one is... I haven't paid uh, much attention, to be completely Well, honest. there's four locations, depending on what pool you're in. Tokyo? Looks like this one might be one of the ones. Pool A in Japan. It's Cuba and the Netherlands. So, yeah. Taichung Intercontinental Baseball Stadium. It doesn't say where that is, though. So Interesting. I don't know where Taichung uh, But the World is. Baseball Classic is back. Like don't Japan. see the U.S. on any of these yet, though. No pool A or B. Yeah, the U.S. doesn't play until uh, Saturday, and those are those are current MLB players, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So it should be pretty fun. Uh, in 2017, it was really good, and then they got rid of it for a little bit. So well, COVID happened in 2017. No, after that. Yeah, but it didn't happen until three years after that. That's I think true. They did it every two years. But it's 2023, 17, 20, 23. Yeah, but I think they just got rid of it, like, in, in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, Tom Brady to the Commanders. 
<laughs> All right, Colin starting these rumors already. That, that makes sense. No, it's the 49ers. It's the one that makes the most sense. Tom Brady to, to stay on his couch. He can't go to an AFC team. We've Gerald, that. what's your thought? Tyson Bates into Washington. No, 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 no. Oh. Tom Brady. You got to pick where got Tom Brady would go. Tom Brady and Tyson Bates and went TB2 and TB12. Uh, okay. I where think he's th- going to Miami. Okay, you think to Miami where the rumors are. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, tonight, you can catch some Wizards basketball, 645 pregame, 7 p.m. against the Pistons. But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For intern Gerald Wright, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, I'm Spencer Puis saying so long. We'll talk to you on another edition of the Sports Mix tomorrow. 3 a.m. Talk Radio WRNR. Martinsburg, Shepherdstown, Charlestown.